Greatness shows up after you're tired. Let's say it one more time, man. Greatness shows up after you're tired, not when you're tired. And breakthroughs don't happen until you reach your breaking point. Been there many times, man, at that place I didn't want to go on. And I realized that strength can't develop until your strength is gone. You got to keep pushing because character and courage is developed or lost when you decide to keep going or to give up. You see, that's the point. You got to stop and you got to realize that's your breakthrough coming right there because when others that are around you won't, you will be the one that goes ahead. Somebody has to step up and go a little bit farther. Is that somebody you? How many says that's me? I want to go a little farther. Hey everyone, welcome to our brand new show, Furthermore, where you're going to find education, motivation, and inspiration. I'm Dr. Mark. And I'm Dr. Michelle, and we are here to push you and encourage you to go a little further in all aspects of your life and do more and become more than you ever thought possible. So education is the key, information is king, but wisdom reigns supreme. So prepare yourself with the latest news and the hottest headlines. Truth bombs, amazing guests, relevant and impactful information, and life-changing plans. You are being prepared for the best days of your life. So buckle those seat belts and put those tray tables up in the upright position and prepare yourself for the best journey of your life. Right here, right now. On Furthermore. We are glad you're here, folks. This is going to be an amazing, amazing show. Lots of moving parts. As a reminder, we're going to always come back here to this idea of these three prisons that will lock you down tight and secure you where you can't have any freedom in life. Remember that hope defeats big church, health defeats big medicine, and freedom always triumphs over big government. The last time we were with you, we talked about what was coming this time in the elimination of these things called comorbidities. Somebody hears this word and they're like, what is that word comorbidities? I have no idea. We're gonna show you what comorbidities are. And the key point is comorbidities, sweetheart, are drastically increasing in our life. And they're increasing so fast, they're creating this idea of death so fast. So what are these things called comorbidities. Well, a comorbidity is anything that can lead you down a pathway of disease, a medical condition that is simultaneously present with something else. For example, a child who potentially has uh, something like autism is usually diagnosed with an anxiety disorder or something that's underneath that uh, as a behavior mm -hmm. in the first place. So specific medications are developed to kind of treat these disorders. Other comorbidities might be like diabetes. It starts with metabolic syndrome, insulin resistance, and before you know it, you're full-blown type two diabetic. Then also you've got high blood pressure. You might have uh, depression. You might have other arthritis, joint pain, osteoarthritis, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, which is an autoimmune disease. All of these are comorbidities, which can take you know, the quality of your life down. 
So when we get these comorbidities stacked up, you almost want to kind of count them as dominoes stacked up against you. And the more these things are stacked up, the more tenuous your life is and the less resilience you have. So as we go through life, if we're not careful to eliminate these comorbidities and wipe them off the table, at least the ones we have control over, if we do that, we're going to put ourselves in a much better position when things come on that we don't have control over so we can sort of overcome those things. We talked about in the last, uh, you know, last weeks or so about this immune system function and how adaptive it is. We can't have an adaptive immune functionality that's even any good if we have so many comorbidities in our immune system wore out. So when we think about these comorbidities, you mentioned a few. Another one is obesity, right? Obesity is a big one. Yes. And, you know, there, there's a lot of things like uh, epidemiology uh, that are causes of comorbidities like alcohol mm-hmm. use. Uh, psychiatric disorders are common. Um, did you know that 37% of those that use alcohol have psychiatric disorders? Well, it kind of makes sense when you think about why is a person addicted to alcohol? Alcoholism can create this idea of, of a fatty liver, you know, alcoholic fatty liver, and it can destroy the body because it is a, a toxin. Another comorbid condition. It goes boom, boom, boom. And if you have a fatty liver, you might not be able to detoxify. Well, that could be a comorbidity that increases cancer. Right. So it goes on and on and on and they're all connected. Right. So these ideas of these comorbidities are not just isolated in their own silo mechanism, but they're actually connected in sort of this interconnected weave of dreadfulness that can go on to your body. It sounds like you're spiraling down the uh, drain of death. (laughs) No doubt. The more comorbidities you get stacked up, the more problems you have and the the faster you are down to, to death. Coming up next, we're going to talk about these lifestyle principles. If you want to relieve and eliminate and even reverse comorbidities where they're not a part of your life again, you will find out coming up next with these lifestyle principles that will change your life, eliminate comorbidities, and give you the highest quality possible. Stay with us. This one hurts me as, as a human. Um, there's big companies in America, big companies, a lot of times have really big benefits, right? So, so uh, companies will give loans now for groceries. The economy in the near and intermediate future is not going to be good between now and the election. I think that you'll see chaos. Kirk Elliott, phd.com forward slash Sherwood. This is not something that is a Mark idea and a Michelle idea. This is a God idea. This thing right here has a two year shelf life. When we think about the problems we have in America with our food supply, what are we gonna eat? What are we gonna do? Stock up on something that's gonna help you. This is organic pea protein, greens and reds, fibers, and multivitamins and minerals. It will stay good for two years. How many have wondered what you're gonna eat if things go south? Kingdom fuel right here. People ask us all the time, you know, what do you do? How do you do this thing, lifestyle? What are these lifestyle principles? Well, there are seven. You want to take us through the seven? Well, the most important medical decision that you make every single day is... At at the the end end of of your fork. fork. So it's going to be nutrition. (laughs) Of course, we also need to get adequate sleep between six and eight hours every single day. We have to know how to manage stress. Boy, that is an important thing. Because if we don't manage stress, it spins us out of control. 
we got to exercise. We have to move because we know sitting is a new smoking and that's overabundant in our society today. Those four things you can do something about. You do have control over those things, nutrition, sleep, stress management, and exercise. What you don't have control over is your genetics. You're born with a certain set of genes, but just because you're born with that set of genes doesn't mean you have to have disease. So we we talk about these first four a lot, you know, and you you really can understand the nutrition, sleep, stress management, and movement, but genetics, you can't fix that. We just analyze it for you and we help you understand it. Hormones, we've talked about many times. We'll talk about more of that in the future. And then we got these things called peptides. But those first four are huge. Everything we do in life centers around the things that we should have control over. And if we don't have control over those in life, life will begin to control us. So it can be challenging to control nutrition, sleep, stress management, movement, can it? Well, it definitely is a mindset. You got to get it in your mindset, sink it into your heart. So it becomes part of your heart set. And then that's the way that you become. Uh, we often talk about uh, have people prophesy over the right lifestyle. If they say, I don't like vegetables or I hate vegetables. Boy, you're setting that in motion because we know the power of the tongue. It is powerful. So we say, I like vegetables. I love vegetables. I can't wait to exercise. I can't wait to you know go down and get a good night's sleep tonight. And I really enjoy controlling the stressors in my life. I stay away from toxic people. I stay away from toxic things. I control my drinking habits and my drugging habits or negative things. It was funny that drugging habits, <laughs> nice. So in a nutshell, you know, a lot of times people say, well, I need to get control of this. I need to have better self-control. I need to have better discipline. I, 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 a friend, Here's the thing. This is as straight up as we always are with you. You don't have the willpower to have a perfect lifestyle and to get control over that. In other words, what did I just say? You don't have it in you. I don't have it in me. We have to have something else that's driving us, something else that gives us that self-control and that discipline. The whole idea about controlling these four things is not just about the idea of physical health. Oh no, it's more than a physical battle. It's actually a spiritual battle. There are things that you can do and employ right now that will help you get control of your physical health. I encourage you to get a notepad out right now and listen very carefully to these few tips that we have for you to get control of this thing called lifestyle using the spiritual strength, which is available to you. Check this out. Step one is, of course, to seek God's help through prayer. We need to let go of our ego and humble ourselves before the Lord. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Next, we need to pay attention to the details. It's easy to go off in the wrong direction if we're not careful to look first at every possibility. In a lawsuit, the first to speak seems right until someone comes forward and cross-examines. Step three reminds us to slow down and allow all the time needed to fully understand the decision we are considering. The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. The world we live in often pushes us toward greed rather than pure motives that will benefit others. 
All a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. All too often we tend to ignore the mistakes of the past. That is a foolish mistake. As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. Step six guides us toward what should be an obvious part of our process. Find people with experience who can help point the way. For lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. When things start going wrong, we need to stop and reconsider our path forward. Whoever heeds discipline shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. If we're not taking a long-range view of our decision, we may miss something lurking down the road that can lead to destruction. The simple believe anything, but the prudent give thought to their steps. Of course, we need money to exist in this world, but we can't allow that to be our guiding force. A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. Finally, step 10 brings us back to God. Does the plan we are making fit into God's plan? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him and He will make your path straight. When we follow this simple 10-step process, we are including God in everything we do. These enlightening principles are taken directly from the Word of God. There can be no better way to plan your next move. I pray this list will help you find your path forward and guide your steps toward a deeper understanding of God's plan for your life. When I see that guy standing on the mountain, I'm thinking about the idea of looking at things differently. Many times our self-discipline fails us miserably, but when we trust the discipline that comes from God, we find that that's always successful. For it's not about our own will, because we believe that God gives us the strength to accomplish His will. So it's actually His power and His strength, therefore it becomes His willpower. I don't know about you, but I want to have His willpower better than mine. Absolutely, and every day we lean on Him to gain that strength. Even if it doesn't make sense, we have to trust Him more. To me and to us, we see this as the missing piece to actually finding peace. You know, we try so hard and we find ourselves failing more often than not. You find yourself living in shame and grief and perpetual failure for what you did not accomplish. We need to try something different, don't we? We sure do. And that may be reading the basic instructions before leaving Earth. Well, there's no question we need to do that. So I encourage you to even go back and listen to that again. Because if you really want to change lifestyle, the things you can control, remember that was nutrition, sleep, stress management, and movement slash exercise. When you do that, you will see your life get so much better. And you'll see, as we talked about in section one, the complete elimination of those comorbidities that are nothing more than distractions that take you away from your best life ever. And that's the key, isn't it? To not really try something to fight physically when it's a spiritual battle. That, that's exactly right. And most problems are spiritual in nature, which drives us to do things we never thought we would do 
to become people we never thought we would be, and to even say things we never thought we would say. And before we know it, we're spun out of control in a direction that we don't want to go. This is crazy. You know, we, we, we know there's pain, you know, but if you think about the pain all over the body that we face and even the vascular inflammation that we can kind of get sometimes, there was a powerful statement that we came up with many, many years ago. And it, it, this is it. The vast majority of the physical manifestations of the diseases are rooted in the idea of spiritual and or emotional brokenness. Wow. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and where does that come? It comes from the person looking back at themselves in the mirror. So we have to really face ourselves, uh, deal with it, put things in motion appropriately, the four things that we can do something about, and then develop that spiritual muscle, which helps us get stronger every day. You know, there's this great philosopher over time, and he, he many of you know who he is. His name is Michael Jackson, <laughs> got the white glove. But the bottom line is he had it right. One of his greatest hits of all time was called The Man in the Mirror. If you want to make changes, you can't expect someone else to motivate you to do that. Oh, no, you can't expect your trainer. You can't expect your pastor to do it. You can't expect your wife to do it or your husband. You can't expect someone down the street to do it. You can't expect a buddy to do it. No, 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 no. You have to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? If I want to make change, I need to start with a man or a woman in the mirror. And I need to not let that person down every day. And if I do, I need to cut that person a break and realize that yesterday is this thing called history. I can't live my life in the rearview mirror. I have to live it looking in the front mirror. And that's why tomorrow is still a mystery, but today is the present. That's why today is a gift. So make the changes today to change the person in the mirror and we'll see our lifestyle turn around to begin to have a positive effect on eliminating those core comorbidities. That's right. And then you won't spend the rest of your life with adult mm. toys, uh. crutches, canes, walkers, uh. and wheelchairs. You'll actually be with boats, fishing poles, hiking boots, and camping equipment. Those sound like my kind of adult toys. The bottom line is when we help people, and we do this, when people reach out to us and work with us, and you can too, by the way, and you should, um, we're able to help you in these areas that affect all parts of your life. And you're not just changing your own life. You're not just changing the person in the mirror, folks. You are changing a generation. And I think we agree right now that the world's going in the wrong way with our health. The only way it can change, because it's not going to be changed by the government, I tell you right now, stop it. The only way it's going to be changed is if we as individual people make that change. And again, that starts with each of us, doesn't it? It does. And this conversation is like us looking back at ourselves in the mirror. Who's going to motivate you every single day? Who's going to be with you every single day? It's you. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this brief break. Well, that's like a marriage made in hell, isn't it? You know, like I look at the Food and Drug Administration and think, what do they have in common? You know, Hippocrates, did he say, let drugs be thy medicine or what did he say? He said, let food be thy medicine oh. and let medicine be thy food. Oh my gosh. So therefore, the most important medical decision that you make every single day 
is at the end of your fork. We call it fork curls. We cannot continue as we are. The trajectory of our nation is going in the wrong direction. It is not saved by the government. It's saved because the people are the government. They stand up and do the right things, regardless of the cost. I think of our founding fathers, the 56 people that signed the Declaration of Independence. 56, not 5,600. They had to have some courage and guts to put their lives on the line for the right things. Do we have that, folks? Do you have that? How many have that kind of courage? Well, we've just been giving you all kinds of hope today, and hopefully you're receiving it. One of the ways that you can get more hope is to raise your bar a little bit higher. Expect more. We've just lowered the bar of expectation these days. We expect the government to feed us. We expect Big Pharma to give us the Band-Aids to cover up all of our comorbidities and our ailments and the church to just get our spiritual fix on on Sunday so we can go out, back out and do life all over again. Now, we've got to do a better job at self-governing. We've got to take better care of this body. Each of us gets 1,440 minutes in a day to prioritize things in the right manner. And if we start looking at how we're spending our time, oftentimes we find that we're wasting a lot of time. We could be getting better education. We could be getting more exercise. We could be focusing on meal prep, that thing that sits at the end of your fork. You know, the most important medical decision that you make every single day. We've got to prioritize these things in our life by making time precious. Don't waste time. Take time to prioritize things and find out where you're spending the time. Raise your bar of expectation a little bit higher. Dig yourself out of that hole that you're in. Remember that character and courage are developed after you reach your breaking point. Have you re reached that breaking point? If so, the man or the woman looking back at you in the mirror is the one that can do something about it. That's well said. You know, I think people waste not only time and set their bar too low, but they make cornball excuses on why they can't set the bar up. And many times they say, well, I don't eating, have any time. I don't have any time or eating healthy is too expensive. Stop a minute. Look, we made kingdom fuel for that idea of meeting the need that is. The need that is, is we know that food selection is challenging, that reading labels might not always be your thing. So we read the label for you. We created the label for you. We created the product for you. Kingdom Fuel, remember, is a whole meal, a whole entire meal. Fruits and vegetables, greens and reds, yes, organic, vitamins and minerals, soluble, insoluble fiber, and a non-allergenic organic pea protein. So it, it's got it all. So you cannot say that I can't be excellent when you provide, you have provided their excellent things for you to put in your body to sort of behave in an excellent manner. That's right. We need to tell people where to get it. It's at Sherwood.tv forward slash fuel. Yeah. And Again, it, that's Sherwood.tv forward slash fuel. Yeah, you just go there and get that. And we've got to understand folks that the bar of excellence cannot be lowered anymore. You know, when people look at Dr. Michelle and I, I mean, we, yeah, we're fit, we work at it every day. 
but we're we shouldn't be the weirdos out here we shouldn't be the only ones and i know we're not but we shouldn't be the rarity being healthy should be the vast majority instead of being sick the vast majority we can do better than that we can do better than that and turn your expectation into beast mode next week next time on furthermore we're gonna talk about what is beast mode is it what you think i can't wait to find out beast mode baby <laughs> stay with us that's what's up next on furthermore if you want to be beast mode you'll join us right back here this is not something that is a mark idea and a michelle idea this is a god idea this thing right here has a two-year shelf life. When we think about the problems we have in America with our food supply, what are we going to eat? What are we going to do? Stock up on something that's going to help you. This is organic pea protein, greens and reds, fibers, and multivitamins and minerals. It will stay good for two years. How many have wondered what you're going to eat if things go south? Kingdom Fuel right here. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.